So, towards the end of, <coughs> well, the truth is the whole the whole of Parshas Bahar, it has a pretty clear sequence of events, as the Gemara in Kedushin points out, that if a person is not careful with the Shemitahs, then they'll have to eventually sell their fields and, 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 and their houses and, and, then, and then potentially become an uh, indentured servant, ultimately culminating in being sold to the hand of a, of a gear, of a, of a non-Jew living amongst us. And then the Parsha finishes off with as Shabsosei Tishmaru Umigdashi Tirao Ani Hashem, which the portion point out it seems to be a non sequitur. How is it connected to what we've been, what we've been talking about? So the Tanhuma, first of all, understands that, of course, there's the step-by-step loss of, of wealth and ability and everything, uh, and that, in a physical sense, that represents what every single Jewish person uh, is in danger of experiencing if they're not keeping the Shemitah. But the Tanhuma also points out that the entire process being described over here is a process of goals, of being sent into exile, of the Arba Malchius, the, the Geras, that, that, that's Bovel, that's Nebuchadnezzar, Toshav, it's Parasomadai. It goes through uh, all the potential things that we're, we're, we're going to be sold into slavery, we're going to be sold away, we're going to be exiled from Eretisrael. And then Huma finishes off and says, and so what should you do if you don't want to if you want to make sure to not be sent into, into exile, that's what the Pasuk says, and the, in, in, in the entire Talchuma, the, the whole theme of Talchuma is about the greatness of Shemitah, and the fact that people that do not keep the Shemitah cannot remain in the land, you're going to be thrown out. So Talchuma uh, is seems to be understanding the Pasuk at the end of our Parsha as Shabsosei Tishmaru as referring to the Shabbosus of the land, the, 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 the resting years of the land, which are also called Shabbosus, that you should guard those Shabbosus, and then you won't be thrown out of the land. Like, uh, like we know, the Psukim say that if you don't keep the Shemitah, and then the land will throw you out so it can get its rest. So, that's, of course, Chazal, that's uh, going to be our starting point. Uh, Rav Tzadik, however, opens it up a little bit and points out two things. First of all, there's a Pshat. And the question is, how does this Drush, of the, this is referring to Shemitah, work with a pshat. The pshat is as Shabsosei Tishmaru, Shmira is much more relevant to Shabbos than it is to Shemitah. The, 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 the emphasis. With Shemitah you have to be mechadic, someone you know, to, to, to not work the land, etc. But um, you know, it, it, very unlikely someone's going to go and do a 
work of Shemitah by accident or without thinking too much. So you have to be out of the field, you have to be in the state of mind of I'm farming or whatever it is to be able to, to do that. Mashiach and Shabbosos, that is actually very much important to stress as Shabbosos because a person is used to you know, just you know, eating whatever it is, you quickly grab the few things you don't want, you throw them out of the bowl and all of a sudden you know, you, the person Shalom, was over on sorting, on borer, right? So, <coughs> there is an extra need to emphasize as Shabsose Tishmaru. So what is, uh, how, how would that work with the understanding of the land? Also, chronologically, yes, we're first warned about Shemitah, we're told to keep Shemitah. Then we have the whole sequence of events. Once you're exiled, well, yeah, it, it's a little bit too late now to say, hey, by the way, you should be keeping my Shemitah. I mean, it's, uh, we're at, we, once you're no longer in Eretz Israel, very hard to keep Shemitah. Right? How many of you guys kept Shemitah this past year? Right? So, so how is a person supposed to rectify that mistake of theirs? So, so Rav Tzadik says that there's a hint to this that inside it, that there's a connection, there's a fundamental connection between Shabbos and Shemitah, and even though Klaus are not going to be in Golos, like the, the sequence of the Parsha, that you're going to be weakened, and you're going to have to sell your properties, and you're going to become impoverished, and you're going to have to sell your field, and eventually you're going to be exiled from Eretz Israel. How do you, so how do you rectify it now? As Shavsosei Tishmaru. By Shmir Shabbos, which is fundamentally the same concept, the same recognition, Kili Kolaharis. Shemitah is a recognition that the land belongs to Hashem. Shabbos is a recognition that a Kodesh who created the entire world. So, by a proper Shmir Shabbos, we can atone for the improper Shmirah of the Shemitah. And, like Kiyudua, the Chazal tells Gemara and Shabbos, that if Klauser would only keep two Shabbosim in a row, the reason why you need to keep two Shabbosim in a row, truth is interesting, the, the Gemara and Shabbos, that Kufius Ches says, if Klauser would keep two Shabbosim back to back, we would be redeemed. Midrash says, if we would keep one Shabbos Keroi appropriately, we would be redeemed. What's the, what's the difference? Are they arguing? So Tzadik in many places says, they're not arguing. To keep one Shabbos Karoi, you have to keep two Shabbos. Because, like we know, Shabbos is always can be viewed as the beginning of the week. It's also the end of the week. So it means, only if you're an incredible week can you have the type of Shabbos that's going to bring Mashiach. How do you have such an incredible week? By, keeping, by making sure you keep Shabbos before that. You keep Shabbos before that. If all class will keep Shabbos before that, the upcoming week is going to be unbelievable. And then the Shabbos after that is going to be Shabbos Karoi. That'll, be, that'll, that'll uh, bring Mashiach Tzitkenu. So that's the, uh, that's the remedy for Klaus and Golos. When we can't keep the Shemitah, here's what we can do. And then and it comes out beautiful. It dovetails with the Ramban that uh, it says, "As Shabbosay Tishmaru, Vespikdoshi Tiro," and my my Migdash, my 
seemingly my temple, you should you should be in awe. But we said, what do you mean? We're in exile right now. If I can't keep the shemitah, I certainly can't keep the uh, uh, can't have awe of the base of Mikdush. But the Ramban says that Ves Mikdoshi Tiro is also talking about Shabbos. Just like the base of Mikdush is a is a place of kedusha. As far as a Malcolm is concerned, a place where there's Kedusha, Shabbos is a time that there's Kedusha. So, the Es Shabsose Tishmaru, Ves Migdoshi Tiro, is all going on Shabbos, says the Ramban. And obviously, you have to keep the Shabbos, make sure to not do Malacha, and then you'll have awe of the Kedusha of Shabbos, of the, of the awesomeness of Shabbos. And that, as Hashem, will be a tikkun for our having not kept the Shemitahs, the recognizing of Hashem as the Adon Kol Haaretz, and uh, as Hashem will be Zoha to Gula Shlema, being Rav Amenu.